And now in this arena, you start learning some more strategies. So in Spell Valley, I'm going to teach you guys a little bit about something called kiting. So I've said it a little bit before, I've explained the term, but this is where cards like Hog Rider come in. And with Hog Rider, you have limited buildings. You have Tombstone, you have the Goblin Cage, and you have Cannon. And Inferno Tower, but I mean, you're not probably not going to use Inferno Tower for Hog Rider since you're playing 5 Elixir card for 4 or for 1. So you're not getting a good Elixir trade. What you should be doing is playing the Cannon right in the middle. And this is where these practice matches come in because the placement has to be almost perfect. And I don't expect everyone in Arena 5 to be able to play a perfect cannon to counter a hog rider, but I do expect Arena 5 player to be able to do that, right? They can't do it first try. They probably can't do it even 50th try. But if you're playing a deck with cannon and you play for fun, right, you don't need to master this stuff because you can just play like a witch P.E.K.K.A. and then zap their skeleton army and you win the game. But... What's important to know these and practice these mechanics early in the game so that you're able to actually improve and by the time you get to Arena 8, Arena 9, Arena 10, when people actually know how to play or they have much higher levels than you or that you know they spend money on the game or whatever, you're going to be able to counter that. Right? Let's, let's let them play level 12 Hograd or you have level 8 Cannon. If you play the Cannon right and maybe play Skeletons, it's the same elixir. You didn't lose any elixir. You didn't have to play mini P.E.K.K.A. and cannon and wizard or something. You just had to play four elixir for their four elixir. It's a good trade. So learning this stuff now is more important than just winning by luck or by getting high levels. And then later in the arenas, you feel stuck and you have to quit the game. Another huge thing is to not overlevel one deck because in Arena 5, that's when you start getting more and more cards and more legendaries and more options, right? So in the first four arenas, you don't really have that many options to overlevel. Because you don't have, like, unless you're spending $1,000 on the game, you, you the highest level you can probably get is maybe level 8 or 9. And that's sort of a little bit absurd. But, like, most people are playing level 6s, level 7s, sometimes level 5s. So in this arena, what's really important, you find the placement and the placement which i will i'll let you know you want to play it right in the middle so you i'm not gonna i don't memorize the amount of tiles and stuff but it's right in the middle of the arena and you can play a little bit higher in the middle or a little bit lower in the middle depending on you know what you feel but you can find that sort of middle tile and i think at least for me it's a little bit pretty obvious but i think it's seven or eight tiles from the side or maybe six, six, seven, or eight, in that range. And so if you see the middle tile, you play the cannon on the middle tile, the hog rider will jump over, and it'll be basically countered. Another great card to have in your deck is bats. Bats are cheap cost, good air defense, counter balloon, which we'll go into in the next arena. And they're, they're just a good support card. You can play something like minor bats, and you take a tower, which is five elixir. So that's the same as a witch, except you just took a tower, which is great. So keep all that in mind. Now we're going to Arena 6. This is 1,600 trophies. By the way, I, I didn't mention that, but 1,300 is Spell Valley, and then 1,000 is Pekka's Playhouse. So it's Pekka's Playhouse, you just get to your first 1,000. Now for Arena 6, this is where we unlock a few really, really, really key cards. And these cards are 
the rocket, the log, the balloon, and of course the best card of the game, the expo, which please do not play it. I know I talk about how expo is so good. Do not play it in low arenas. You will get 100% countered because expo is only good against people who know how to play the game and don't just irrationally play random stuff at the bridge. And that's what people do in Arena 6, and so it'll just counter Expo by literally making no sense. Because Expo is a good counter for most things. But if you play Expo and they play like Wizard Prince on the bridge, I mean, they're probably going to lose the Elixir trade and you might win eventually. But it's not going to be a fun game. You're just going to be playing Expo and they're going to play like random cards that just make you angry, you know? So do not play Expo. Play something like this. Take Log and use it because Log is an amazing spell. It's better than Barbarian Barrel because it's the same cost, but it knocks back literally every ground troop in the game, including like Pekka and Gollum and stuff like that. The only troop that actually can't be knocked back, which I learned this pretty recently, is a Lava Hound because it's like the only flying tank that's like, don't, doesn't that get knocked back by like Firewall. So, I would use Balloon. In my opinion, I think Balloon and Flying Machine are great cards. Also, don't use Mortar, I swear to God, if you use Mortar at all, nah, but if you use it in Builder's Workshop, just don't. You're going to lose every single game because Mortar requires literally perfect defense and it's almost impossible in these arenas, even by, like, pros because everyone messes up sometimes. Anyway, the Balloon is a great card to play. If you can play a deck that's, like, Giant Balloon where you have... Giant Balloon with maybe Witch and a Princess and Wall Breakers and Bats, where you just have this, like, stuff behind it, and then maybe you put a Cannon and a Fire Spirit and a Musketeer or a Baby Dragon. Something like that, where you can have this tank and then you have Balloon. Because not many people are playing with air cards. And if they are, they're playing with Bats and you use a Zap. In that deck, do not use Log. If you're playing a deck with a Balloon, Either always play a princess behind it so you can have log in it. But I would probably put zap. And you can always put log and zap. You don't need a big spell, right? I mean, it's always helpful to have that extra damage. But, like, it's not 100% necessary to have this big spell. Another crucial thing to have in this arena is to be aware of the whole arena. Because at this point, there's room for split pushes, right? Because now you have... Balloon, which applies a lot of pressure on one side, and it might get you scared. But you can play bats on the balloon as it crosses the bridge, and it will not touch your tower. The bomb will, but that's 200 damage. You can also play cannon right where um, you would normally play the hog rider one, just at the very front of the bridge. So you basically play the cannon on the bridge, like, but in the middle of the arena, right in the middle, and you play it there, the balloon will come over. It won't completely counter it. But, you know, it, it might get one hit. If you play Cannon Bats, you can also do that. It's a 5 for 5 trade. You're not going to get any bonuses from the Bats or really the Cannon because the Bomb will probably kill the Cannon. But it's a 5 for 5 even trade. And honestly, that's probably the best way to defend it. Because I'm not going to expect anyone who's in these arenas to know how to defend a Balloon with just Bats or with just Cannon or with just Witch or whatever. So I would just play Cannon either in the middle or in the top right next to the bridge, but in the middle of the arena, and then play bats, and that'll kill it. It won't get you your tower, it won't touch anything. 
If they play something in front of the balloon, giant balloon, play witch or skeleton army, and then play bats behind it. Because if you have this, like, witch, which would spawn skeletons, but also hit the balloon with its splash damage, and you play a cannon to pull both, then you're going to have splash damage going on both, and worst comes to worst, you get a hit from a giant and a hit from a balloon and have a counter push with the witch. So just be aware of your surroundings. And if there's any specific situations, because I'm not going to go over every single thing that could possibly happen to you, you have rocketing deck, rocket the balloon. It's a, it's a six or five, but it's like, you know, the worst thing that could happen is you lose one elixir. But the worst, worst thing that could happen is you forget about the balloon and you go do something else. So... At this arena, don't go for fancy plays. Don't go for, like, I'm going to play it on the perfect tile with a cannon so I can counter a balloon that's three levels higher than me with a two-cost cannon. Or, like, don't try to play, like, oh, I'm going to play knight on the other side to, you know, kite the P.E.K.K.A. so I can use my skeletons to activate the king tower. It's all just, like, unnecessary. All you need to know... You can use a cannon and bats to counter a balloon. For witch, you can use wizard, you can use anything that splashes. Even bomber would counter witch if something's in front of it. Also, don't worry about things getting one hit on your tower. Don't worry about a musketeer hitting your tower. Once, you don't need to play, like, an arrows on a 10 health musketeer. The musketeer will get one hit. It's not the end of the world. It'll deal some damage. But it's not going to kill your tower. Unless your tower's at 10 health or like, we'll get killed by one shot, don't waste elixir trying to kill low health troops. The only exception to that is when there's a tank in front of it. Like, if your tower is at full health, but you see, like, minor and four bats coming, just arrows it, or zap it, or whatever. Kill the bats. Don't worry about the minor. The minor doesn't do that much damage. It deals, like, 300 damage. You don't need to play something if you have skeletons or something. Do that. Or if you want to make a counter push, let's say someone plays minor bats. What you can do, you can zap it, and then play Witch in the back. And then you can play Giant in the front, or whatever your tank is, and then you'll have a push. But don't just play Witch on the Miner, because that's how you counter it. You don't need to stop all of the damage, because by using your Elixir to try to stop all the damage, then you won't have Elixir for their next push. But if you use your Elixir to stop most of the damage, and then you save the rest of it for a counter push then you can pretty easily win most games. So that's probably it. If there's anything you think I missed, go ahead and answer the spot question. I really appreciate it. Uh, there's no shout-outs for today just because, uh, well, this is a pre-recorded episode because I've been sick and all that kind of stuff. So I just make these just in case. But make sure to go leave a five-star review. I think that like we're at 30 reviews now on you know, Spotify and 21 on Apple Podcasts, which is too big of a difference. Because I can see the analytics, so you're exposed. Because they're like the same same percentage of people listen on Apple Podcasts as they do on Spotify. So if you're on Apple Podcasts, it literally takes ten seconds, probably less than than Spotify actually. Because Spotify, you have to be listening for a certain amount of time. Apple Podcasts, you can just go down there and be an awesome person, and it really helps the podcast grow because we're literally so close to four thousand. We are probably like fifty away, maybe even less. So if you go ahead, listen, tell your entire class, tell all your friends, you know, just be the awesome podcast listener that you are and share the podcast and do the stuff. Thank you so much. 
Really appreciate it. Go ahead in the link if you want to friend request me, join the clan. There's a lot of cool stuff happening in the clan. And by cool stuff, I mean there's like barely any people in it. But we're growing it as quickly as we can. And once again, for like the third time, thank you so much for listening. And bada bing, bada boom, I am out. Also, get ready for like the next one because we're doing six or seven and eight and then nine and ten the next month. So if you enjoy the series, once again, leave another review and for the, for the, for the real time, the real one, bada bing, bada boom, I'm out. <laughs>